0: Hey, what's up? This is Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram as well as B Batman TAS Figs on YouTube. And I wanted to talk to you guys about Soap Studios figures because they have a brand new premium cloth goods, tons of accessories to work, Joker figure, bank robber version, Heath Ledger from the Dark Knight film. I'm pretty sure you've heard of it. And it is available now for pre-order. You can find that at Big Bad Toy Store. Or you could just check out Soap Studios on Instagram. Or you could check out my review on my YouTube page. Again, that's Batman TAS Figs. And if you want to see pictures of it, I have a lot over on my Instagram. Batman Figs. I'm telling you, these are very nice figures. Especially this Joker figure. Um, It's on a Mezco style soft goods, if you've ever seen Mezco. So... I definitely would jump on this figure while you can. Go pre-order it. You won't regret it. Soap Studios, get them while they're hot. Hello and welcome to DC Figures and Collectibles. As of this recording, it is August 1st, 2019, and I am joined by my co host, Scott P., all the way from Stoke on Trent, England. And you can find him at the.batfan on Instagram. And I'm Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram. Scott, how are you doing?
1: Tyler, hello. How are you, man?
0: I'm doing well. I'm excited. There's a lot to talk about. Even though Comic-Con's over, it's uh, exciting to see that already a lot of the stuff that we saw is already hitting stores.
1: And and you have been flying out off the bat with uh, your legs going at a million miles an hour because you've bought so many brilliant new toys this week. I'm really excited to ask you about them.
0: Oh, I'm excited as well. It feels like uh, this is the Christmas season for toy collectors because all the new (laughs)
1: stuff is being released. (laughs) i mean how the hell have you managed to get some of this especially those new muscle figures how have you got those in quick i mean fantastic find
0: uh i i just uh yesterday i had a feeling and it's weird every time i have a feeling it usually usually something good happens the last time i had a strong urge to go to target out of nowhere i found the steppenwolf Mm -hmm. the steppenwolf wave like a month before it was released yesterday i was uh there's a deal for three dollar pulled pork sandwiches at this great barbecue restaurant. So I, I went <laughs> I went there to save some money and it was by Target. So I was like, you know what? I I'm getting a feeling I'll go check Target. I went right when they were stocking. And right as I saw I saw the, the new figures, the new wave, and I grabbed and around right when I grabbed them, there was someone else coming around the corner and grabbed uh, another one of the figures. But oh, I see. The wave it comes with it's four, four three figures so they left out Riddler but the there's four figures to each box and it's two Batman the classic 89 like toy biz redo there's one Joker and one Poison Ivy yeah so and then I just heard a rumor not too long before we went on air there was a comment on one of my pictures I did in Someone said that it's they might be target exclusives unofficially as of now, but
1: oh, okay,
0: that's not going to be good. People are going to be missing out. So yeah,
1: getting bored of these exclusives. It's getting annoying. Just release them to people, but they they look great. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, I, I love the um, the Batman. I'm very surprised. The you know, Joker was the one that thought was going to look the coolest, but I realized the Batman It looks fantastic
0: same here i i completely agree with you and the the joker is the more articulated figure it has double elbows as well as knees and batman only a single elbow but i gotta say the batman is a lot cooler than i thought it was gonna be Mm,
1: yeah he does look really nice that batman is um it captures like michael keaton's physique really well
0: it really does which i'm surprised because i even looked back at the old uh pictures from even that just a couple of days ago at san diego comic-con and if you look at the the body of the batman 89 figure they showed there it has more broad or b- bigger shoulders it looks like more uh, mm. it looks broader which it looks like they definitely changed that
1: yeah it looks fantastic it is a really cool figure that one and uh, i got to ask you about the joker as well how's um what's he like
0: he is very, very cool. I do wish that they did a little black wash in the hair because they did that with the Poison Ivy figure, and it looks really nice. However, I think that uh, I got a huge rust of nostalgia just by touching the leg and feeling the the rip the rippled pants, the pinstripes, because that's exactly <laughs> it's exactly how the old Joker figure was. And so it took me back instantly, just. Holding it, and uh, it's a really, really well done figure. It's cool. I like the accessories, it's something new from a Joker figure that we haven't really seen. Shaham shooting the effect out of the flower, so and it's also a cool call, it's also a cool callback to the uh, the old water effect from the original. So,
1: yeah, he looks fantastic, and I, I love the um, I love the sort of poison gas that comes out of it. So, the the acid that comes out of his flower as well absolutely brilliant
0: yeah and the best part about that is, is because he has the double jointed elbow you can actually pose it so it looks like he's squirting the flower <laughs> the one thing that they don't put on any of these figures there's no extra hands on any of them but uh that's fine scott Scott, did I lose you? Oh, no. I think we lost Scott. I'll call him back. Where did I lose you?
1: Hello. I'm so sorry. I I heard everything. and It's so frustrating. I've realized a glitch with the new Anchor app. So for people that weren't listening last time, we had a couple of problems with it. And um, every time (laughs) I go off the app, it virtually silences you. So if I'm going on Instagram to look at uh, someone's post or something that you're talking about, so I'm looking for your post, and all of a sudden it goes completely silent. So, uh, yeah, um, apologies about that to everyone listening to you. It's just it's bloody annoying this new app. But yeah.
0: <laughs> well, where I, where's the last part you heard?
1: Uh, so you uh, you were talking about the alternate hands, but. Um, yeah, I mean, it is a shame, isn't it? But at least they have put in some cool accessories, which is really important, especially with the Batman as well. Oh, really, yeah. Really important, um, good accessories that they've got there. Because that, that Batarang looks like it fitted perfectly with, like, the Necker figure as well. Oh, yeah. Which is brilliant. It's that, you know, that opening scene with um, when those thugs are talking about Johnny Garbs, it, it just, that picture you did with the um, Batcave in the backdrop, one you flicks the batter up and it flicks open it just reminds me of that so much
0: <laughs> yeah and that's another cool thing not only does it fit in with that the neck of it, but it also it just is perfectly done to how the original accessories looked but a little upgrade yeah. i don't remember them showing the 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 rope slash wire being a part of it Same, could,
1: yes and you no, can attach
0: absolutely. that into the grapple hook so that's awesome it's
1: amazing it's like 2019 has crashed into like the 90s again it, it's so good that like those throwback accessories <laughs> and, um i like all the the sort of weeds that are around poison ivy as well yeah that's
0: a cool accessory
1: are they removable
0: yes they are removable so you can put them in on that's, anyone that's you put them on the other ivy figure if you'd like
1: but I'm sorry, uh i think um, i saw uh, apologies i saw someone comment on your pitch saying that it's um it's like a bts inspired like comic version of poison ivy i think that's a, a really good point it kind of is that same oh part. yeah because
0: i was just looking at a picture of her and the animated one from uh, the trial repost i pick of the faith pictures mm-hmm. of the moon and it's almost the same exact green even on the tights so yeah mm-hmm. I, def- I definitely feel like it's inspired from the animated series
1: yeah absolutely
0: which we thank J- we thank jason for that
1: yeah definitely <laughs> yeah jason did um such an awesome job on this wave, and also the upcoming 80th wave, which really, really excited about. That's going to be, uh, I think, their best to date, um, comfortably.
0: Oh, yeah. and I, I even went hunting today, hoping that, because about the other wave, they put out that wave, but nothing yet.
1: There's a couple of lucky people that have got some figures from that already, isn't there?
0: Oh, yeah. I saw someone post a picture of uh, the red hood in Hannon. oh, my goodness. Crazy. That looks so stinking good! I can't wait to see that.
1: Yeah, Plus, Red the Robin Jason Robin. Todd head, Red Robin looks amazing, and I can't wait to see the Dick Grayson Batman as well. When people get that, it looks cool. I hope
0: it's released soon.
1: But okay, it's let's let's
0: so. let's talk about since we we busted open with a little bit of Mattel. Let's talk about uh, how you've been doing. You did it. You had a great weekend theme.
1: Thank you. Correct. Yeah yeah what's a more arkham yeah part two of arkham city so um yeah one of the better games
0: maybe the best
1: i think do you know what i think it it, it's so close i personally i love arkham knight it's my favorite but i think arkham city is so bloody close it is it's that ending that ending's just ridiculous
0: And they don't stop with the twist toward the end, it's just twist upon twist upon twist.
1: It is just after you think, like Rachel Gould being the you know the mastermind behind virtually everything that's happened, even in Asylum to that point, and then all of a sudden they throw the Joker sort of um bombshell in there as well. When you think it's all over, it's it's all back again. Yeah, as you say, it's just twist after twist, and it's amazing. It really is. Everything about that. About that. You know, Paul, I mean, Paul Dean wrote it. You don't need to say much more than that.
0: Exactly. Luckily, he wrote the episode we're going to be covering today as well.
1: So. Oh, yes. He did. <laughs> phenomenal episode it really is.
0: But, yeah, you have talking about Phenomenal. You captured some of the more key moments of that game and a lot of people's favorites, and I'm just going to go in because you you captured the Mr. Freeze picture, which got a huge response, and that's one of people's favorite parts of the game. I remember Simon saying that he purposely kept losing when he was about to win just so he <laughs> keep <them> playing it. <laughs> so
1: oh, it's funny. It's, so it's true.
0: And you paid a beautiful tribute to it. What did? You, how did that picture come about?
1: Uh, thank you. Yeah. Um, so that picture, I so- took. Mm-hmm. As I've been playing through the game, I've been taking screenshots of certain moments or cool backgrounds and things um, going through them. So that's kind of similar to how I do it with the animated series and how I get the backdrops for that. So, um, yeah, so I got that from straight after the Mr. Freeze fight and um, put that on the computer straight away from a memory stick and um, knew that I was going to use that in the Halo Capsule, I don't, I don't even know what it is It's from a Halo game, I don't play the Halo game So I don't know what it is um, <laughs> But yeah, it's from that And I put um, the. I would have never Barbara, known It's Barbara Keen, isn't it, the figure inside it I don't even know who yes. she is um, It's from Gotham, so I, I'm happy That I don't know who she is um, So yeah, I took the yep. legs off her Put her inside the capsule And then, um, yeah, Mr. Freeze One side, Batman the other Put the rabbit hole Batman Oh, the the what was it? It was the Bunny Batman. You called it. I love that name for him. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then put the Arkham. Um, I just put the Arkham Asylum head on it because the City one. The Dang. To fit in it, which is a bit weird, but I mean, it, you can't tell the difference on colour. Luckily. Heck no. I mean, it, it's it's a very very dark shade of navy, so you will not really notice it. But um, yeah, that Mister Freeze figure. I know Lewis, um, who was at the back collector. He said many times, it's. Um, one of his favorite figures ever and um yeah it's a fantastic um amazing sculpt and lewis took a great shot of that fight scene as well um on that weekend so check that out make sure you don't miss out on his post because they're fantastic yeah. it's really cool stuff so yeah really good fun this one um yeah and, the, and that freeze
0: you even did a one of my favorite moments of the game, what we already mentioned is one of the bigger twists you did. Razal Ghoul and Hugo Strange revealing their plot to Batman. Yes. And what I just noticed about this figure, too, and I don't know how I just noticed it. Well, maybe because I have a figure that's kind of that has something similar to that now I can see it. But I like that they incorporated the samurai style armor on him on Razal Ghoul. Yes. Since he is like an. A ninja so that's perfect
1: (laughs) yeah it's really cool and the the shoulder pads move as well so it's not like you're sort of fixed in place with them because I lifted the shoulder pad up a little bit on it to make it look like it does in the game so um, yeah those move up because they're on hinges which is great Uh, um, yeah he's such a cool figure and the detail of these old DC Direct, DC Collectibles figures are absolutely ridiculous they really are and they don't you know sort of um, jump through any loopholes. They make sure they get everything correct and make sure it's 100% nailed. And like that Hugo Strange figure is genuinely one of the most amazing figures I think you can possibly get. It's just so accurate to the game. And um, yeah, there really are something special in these Arkham figures. The, The line is just absolutely sensational.
0: Well, I would even say too that not only is that a perfect Hugo Strange action figure but i would also venture to say that i would think that it's the uh the the figure to get that is a perfect representation of Hugo Strange because there's not a lot
1: yeah yeah and uh, he was um originally a comic-con exclusive um what back in the day for i can't, I can't remember what year was it was think maybe 20 13, maybe something like that. I'm just going to check on Big Bad Toys Store now. I think it was 20, 2013, but um, yeah, it was 2013. Um, if you want to get that figure, it's one of the rarest figures you'll find, and you can get it for twenty four dollars on Big Bad Toy Store, which is where I got mine from. So yeah, get on that figure what? straight away. Not only is it incredibly it. rare, it's also discounted on there. So make sure you get it because it's an absolute bargain. Even after tax and postage to the UK, you're still going to be. Okay, an absolute bargain of figure. It's well worth it.
0: That is a good that's a good tip. And then you also you also did the other big major twist with the Joker and Clayface.
1: Yes. Um I mean I, I really wanted to create that moment in it. I mean the picture didn't really come out how I wanted it, but um time and also um scale was a problem because of clay face so it looks um, good to me thanks yeah it's I, I kind of it didn't come out how i really wanted it to work but um yeah it's it's there so um it, it was hard to do because that, the batman leg on that figure people that have owned it will know that it shouldn't bend like that and that's because the leg snapped off so um i used the old bunny batman that had the broken leg and
0: Oh, so no. blue tacks
1: it in place to make it look <laughs> like he was kneeling. So it actually worked out quite well in the end. But, um, and the Joker's leg is blue tacked in place as well because his leg's broken, which is deeply annoying. But, um, yes, um, uh, definitely wanted to do that moment, even if the picture for it was crap. I really wanted to make sure, pay tribute to it because it's about making sure you get all the cool parts of the story in there as well.
0: That's uh, that's what we Arkham fans definitely love about you and <laughs> you and Lewis doing your tribute shots because you guys all got great reactions and we you uh, announced the the newest as well.
1: Yes, so we're going to starting tomorrow, um, which is Friday the fir- It's Friday the second. Sorry, we're going to be doing um an Arkham Night theme um, with Lewis who was at the back collector as I mentioned. So really looking forward to doing that. Um, very excited, and Arkham Knight, as I said, is my favourite of all the four, so very, very excited to go through that again and play through that um, ridiculous, ridiculous game as well. So, um, yeah, about three quarters of the way through it in the minute while playing, it. so it's going to be pretty special to do pictures and also be playing through it on the weekend, so, yeah, can't wait for that.
0: Uh, I can't wait for that either, because especially with just what you shot this pass on we know you're going to be paying homage to some of the coolest parts of the of Arkham Knight.
1: Thanks. Yeah, well, for, for this theme, I really want to tell... So, so like well, for previous themes, I've done pictures of moments or pictures of um, individual characters, whether the moment actually happened in the game or didn't. So, like, I did a Harley Quinn revenge picture with Harley in the steel mill with Batman and Robin. That actual moment didn't happen. But what I want to do this theme is... Um. Tell the Arkham Knight story from Batman's perspective. I want to I actually share moments and things that happen from from the actual game. So I um, want to try and play it a little bit more accurate. Not 100%, because then it gets boring recreating moments. Because if you want to see a moment, just go and watch the video of it or something. But I want to make sure that try and tell a bit of a story from Batman's view because it's just such a great game. Because I feel like Arkham City is like a. It's almost a story about the Joker, whereas Arkham Knight is purely about Batman. It's all about him, what he's amassed to that point, the baggage he's got, the um, the enemies he's made. The...
0: I don't know what's happening.
1: I thought this this was they re sort
0: of the, the update.
1: Yeah, the, the update is just killing us, but. um yeah, so just want to make sure I tell the the story from Batman's point of view and uh, share key moments. So, like the Ace Chemical scene is like my favourite moment of any Arkham yes. um, g- game, so I'm definitely going to be doing a picture of that. Um, and also, I know I've shown you quite a while ago now, probably about a month ago, but I've been saving it for this theme. We've got the uh, <laughs> the Triforce Arkham Knight Batmobile. Which yes. is just the most ridiculous piece of kit you'll ever wish to find. It's um, so Triforce, are the same people that did the TV set from Arkham Origins, which people like Nate take pictures of quite regularly with like Joker figures and stuff, which is just fantastic to see. And so I picked up that as well. Um, but Triforce released an Arkham Knight Batmobile in small numbers and um they were going to make a main release of it but it got cancelled due to qc issues it's a really big sort of technical piece of equipment because it transforms from normal mode into battle mode so i'm going to do pictures of that and show that off at <laughs> the end, finally i'll put pictures of have got my story transformed because i know i've shown you but um,
0: it's so cool looking i can't wait to share it
1: thanks man yeah it's um
0: i really didn't even know it existed
1: it's the same to be fair, yeah. I mean it's one twelve scale, so it um it fits in with the Arkham figures as well. So definitely um looking forward to doing pictures of that. it's so, so cool. It's so cool, honestly. It just ridiculous. Um Batmobile. And um yeah, it's a good size as well. It's not like overly humongous like the D C Collectibles one, so kinda of fits <laughs> in it with it.
0: You're gonna be blowing people's mind when you post it.
1: <laughs> and, Where did yeah, that I come from? So I, I got it off eBay. I, I can't remember how I came across it. I think I literally just Googled 112 Batmobile just to see if I could pick something <laughs> up. Um, and as soon as I saw that, I was like, yeah, just gotta get that. It looks too cool not to have. And then with the Arkham trilogy that we were doing, I was like, I'll save it but for that. It was hard to do because I wanted to share pictures of it, but I stayed disciplined and I'll make sure that put it out for the for the theme. So yeah. Looking forward to that. And um seeing some of the pictures Lewis has done as well. He's got some really cool stuff coming up. A really cool um um shot of the Joker in the, at the sort of holiday costume from the uh the moment where he shoots Barbara Gordon.
0: Ooh.
1: Which is um the killing joke isn't it it's from so, yeah fantastic yeah. fantastic scene. He's got a really cool picture of that and um Yeah, looking forward to it, because it's funnily enough, because it's actually, we did the Asylum one exactly a year to when we repeated it, and the Arkham Knight theme, we're doing it exactly a year from when we'll be taking a bit of a break from weekend themes, because Lewis is going away for a couple of weeks, to Disney World, as he mentioned, when he was on, so,
0: Um,
1: weird sort of patterns like that.
0: That's perfect, you guys are very consistent.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's true mind.
0: Besides the the awesome new Batmobile, which are going to blow people's mind when they see that it even exists, did you get anything else brand new? Um,
1: no. I mean, I, there's a few things that um, I've got coming, but I'll share them at the time. So, yeah, excited about that. But um, in fact, the only thing that I know 100% that I'm looking forward to coming is the um, mikey's batman which is a figure i really wanted to ask you about ah uh, yes because he looks so so cool
0: yeah he he is pretty cool and he i was very excited that i i was able to get him i was looking him up after comic con it was actually when i was on the road to an angel game i was just looking him up mm-hmm. and i saw i saw that you could uh just you e- send an email to gamestop and reserve it and that they have them even nice. though they don't have they don't have them out on display. For you just have to. It's like a. You just have to reserve it. And I guess they would have them. So I went ahead and reserved it, hoping that they said they had it, and they did. So the next day I went and picked it up. I think it was Sunday, and he was thirty bucks, and it comes in a nice box and it says exclusive. And I think I, I said it on my YouTube review. But the one of the main reasons I wanted to pick him up besides the fact that he is a cool looking figure and the movie was awesome. And this was a funny scene uh, was I want to see Mm -hmm. what these figures are going to be like, because this is a whole wave coming up of figures that look from the pictures outstanding. And it's a bunch of cool characters and they're in an animated form. And that's also going to be 250 bucks. So I wanted to see, is it going to be worth investing in Mm -hmm. Upon, upon picking it up? It was a little smaller than I thought it was going to be after taking yeah. it out of the box. After taking it out of the box, it's probably about five inches. But I think it's because they are supposed to be teenagers, so hopefully, uh, Razal Ghul, Shredder, Babin, and Alfred are a little bit taller. But yeah. I, I would have to say these figures taken out of the box, they they're this one at least is brilliant. I really like the articulation. Uh, The only thing that gave me a little problem were the knees. You just have to heat them up, but everything else, it was stiff, but it still moved easy where it wasn't like you're struggling, but it also wasn't just flopping around. (laughs) And so it's single-jointed elbows on elbows, and they have double-jointed knees. The the feet, of course, because they're big turtles, made it easy to pose, so people will like that. Yeah, Uh, definitely. The accessories, like ah, they, they weren't that cool. I mean, the pizza's nice, and the the sewer with the pizza decoration, I just don't see how I'm ever going to use that.
1: I mean, it's a bit random, isn't it?
0: <laughs> it's random, and I guess, like, I don't know, maybe they did a art project where they did that, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even remember seeing that in the movie, even, but uh, it comes with six hands, two thumbs up, uh, two flat hands, and two grabbing hands. And the I think that the best part about the whole figure is the cape. I think the cape is the coolest part by far. Yeah. And I really hope that the Batman cape is similar to that. Because that's awesome.
1: It looks brilliant, doesn't it? I, I love that you can tell on the figure that it doesn't fit in properly. Yeah, Which yeah, is pretty cool.
0: Yeah. And uh, he definitely is a fun character with a fun expression. I think all the paint apps are perfect. Usually I don't like when figures paint a shadow effect but this actually looks really good on the shell and everything so
1: and yeah, i'm looking took some cool pictures of him as well
0: that's very kind it's hard not to take a, a good picture i think it's just <laughs> the matte colors the black colors are just very nice and uh yeah i'm looking forward to december i want to see i want to get the rest of this away oh, what about like...
1: really excited about it
0: yeah i think uh it's gonna definitely be worth the money the only thing that sucks is, that, again, that they're making it exclusive and, like we already said, they're excluding a lot of customers and losing a lot of money.
1: It's the DC collectibles way now, isn't it? They, <laughs> you know, they just screw over everybody else so that they can keep it cheap and cheerful for themselves, which is really annoying. Um, and I don't understand why they do it with certain figures that they know would sell well. Roger and saying this is awesome. No one else does this. Okay, so we'll just sell it to a store that's closing down in America.
0: Yeah, that's okay. like fighting bankruptcy. Yeah, it
1: <laughs> makes no sense whatsoever. They're in the
0: same boat as Toys R Us before they went bankrupt. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, But uh, other than that, other than that new figure, I did get another new figure that wasn't the Mattel ones. And yes. it's one yeah. that's. Pretty interesting, and you know, I have to give props to my dad for for allowing me to discover a new figure line that is—it's a lot of fun, actually. It's and it's the it's called Haya Toys. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. And it is uh, the Harley Quinn from that line, and it's from the Injustice video game series. And this one's from the second one, and it's Harley Quinn, and it's basically like a mini SH figure or a mini Mafex have you seen you seen figures like these?
1: They look sensational. The, um, the Harley Quinn that you've got looks great. Batman and Superman look cool. But the Green Lantern they recently revealed um, just before Comic-Con. Holy crap. I mean, that is yeah. just an absolutely outstanding figure. It looks really good. And, um, yeah, it's another rabbit hole to fall down, isn't it, really? <laughs> <laughs> these figures are really cool, yeah.
0: It is, and I think that's why a lot of times I try to be ignorant to new toy lines and stuff because I just don't, <laughs> wanna, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole. But
1: yeah, it's not how like we don't want to; it's just we can't financially. It's not possible.
0: Yeah, I mean, unless I want to just drink eggs my whole life, not even cook them or microwave them or anything, because that would be costing electricity. I
1: mean, I mean, even even in spite of it being. Um... A new toilet. it's a new scale as well, so it presents a whole heap of new um problems <laughs> and different scale accessories and stuff like that yeah that's not easy either
0: yeah you know, thankfully, this comes with a ton of accessories, but still I mean even in the pictures it's hard to get a grasp of how tiny this thing actually is <laughs> because it looks so detailed they did such a great job of making it look like a bigger figure but it's it's almost like a mighty max figure if you remember those Mm. (laughs) it's extremely tiny but like double knee articulation and she comes with two guns a mallet and a bat and a knife and a base and like you said the green lantern looks cool the reverse flash looks really cool
1: yeah oh yes reverse flash brilliant figure
0: and for if you look at a big bad toy star they have them on sale because I think they're usually around $40, but I think they get some for $20, a big bad toy store.
1: Yeah, they got some good deals on right now. I think Red Hood's on there as well. He looks brilliant. Oh, yeah. See, that's going
0: to... Ah. And it's just so cool because you could take it anywhere. I could see if I was like big in the toy photography when I was in school, I'd be taking this everywhere. Mm. But without trying to get beat up.
1: But they're only like <laughs> on the $19. it's not It's not bad at all. The Swamp Thing looks good as well.
0: Not bad for essentially a a mini uh, figure arts or import
1: figure. Yeah, absolutely. They've got a really cool super on there as well. It's not. Nice. I mean that, that flash and green lantern. Just for me, they're the highlights. Amazing.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to check them out more. And if you guys are ever on the fence, I would say give them give them a shot. If you have a spare spare twenty bucks and you want to be a you want to be adventurous and try a new line. It's definitely worth it.
1: <laughs> definitely, yeah.
0: Just don't blame me if you start buying all of them and losing them. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, I'm I'm into the new world of uh, new Batman adventures or the new designs. Yes,
1: how's that going?
0: It's going good. It's actually uh, it's refreshing and fun to be into the new designs. As much as I love the classics, and I love that we got. We finished the rogues up for the classic uh, villains like Scarecrow and Two-Face. We even got great ghosts. I enjoy uh, the new Batman Adventures because not only do I feel like do I feel like it gets the second fiddle and people tend to forget how good it is in the show, but it tends to get the second fiddle when it comes to photos and photography as well. So I'm glad to be busting it out a little bit.
1: Mm, definitely. And um, it must be cool this time to go through, like you saying, the complete, the complete, because you got Scarecrow literally days before that, that episode came, uh, hours before that episode came up, didn't you? Yeah.
0: So that was cool to get that all done and, and the official, the official designs. And right now I just, I just finished a, uh, well, yesterday I did a, a good classic episode, I think Because people just don't give it a chance, they might not realize how good it is, and it's the growing pains episode with uh, Clayface and Tim Drake.
1: That's where we really get to know Robin a lot better in that episode.
0: Exactly, that's really cool because we get to learn more about you know Tim Drake's personality. Until then, we're just kind of he just popped up and we oh okay, I guess we got a new Robin.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's much deeper than just a kid, isn't he? There, and you get to learn a lot about him, which is brilliant.
0: He definitely uh, has a soft side, a caring side, something Batman's not known to have. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's also a one of those episodes with a crazy twist and just well written, and definitely yanks on the heartstrings a little bit at the end.
1: Yeah, yeah, I really us.
0: It's not an episode that's too concerned with leaving you feeling happy at the end. That's for
1: sure. Yeah i do love that final
0: line that was brilliant oh yeah and uh other than that i took a day off today because i just have a a lot going on and also i just wanted to enjoy the the new figures that i got so i'll be resuming (laughs) i'll be doing the episode (laughs) tomorrow yeah can't blame me but tomorrow resumes with uh The calendar girl and mean season So that'll be an interesting one to try to figure out How to do
1: That's a tricky episode I imagine yeah
0: Tricky episode but definitely One worth figuring out because it is A a very good episode And I wish we got a calendar girl figure but We probably Never will
1: (laughs) No unfortunately not At least we can live through Red K customs version Ah,
0: Which is
1: uh, great custom That he made yeah Fantastic.
0: I might need to see if he's willing to do a, a crossover sometime with
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was a good idea. I like yeah, that Yeah, not bad. Yeah, maybe yeah, you can get a farmer brown figure from him as well.
0: A farmer brown. Oh, oh that's pretty much. I wouldn't even want that thing in
1: existence. <laughs> <laughs> uh I don't think Kevin would want to waste his time making it either.
0: No, I don't want him in it. Cursing off. me as cursing me as he wastes the plastic making it. <laughs> but uh, brilliant. speaking of episodes, we have one that is another villain that hopefully we get soon in a live-action form, and and another episode that is written by the great Paul Dini, and it is the twenty-seventh produced, and it was the twenty-fourth to make air, and it is mad as a hatter yes what are your initial thoughts
1: i um, really like this episode to be honest and um it's a creepy episode but it's a really good one as well and um enjoy um when we get a villain origin story and uh, yeah it's um, it's a really really solid episode i can always remember this one as a kid it's one of like the sort of not early but sort of mid you know mid to early episodes that i can remember watching and one of the, the the sort of solid top tens that i can always vividly picture in my mind so yeah really good episode is what about you is this one that you can always remember as a kid oh yeah
0: it's it's like a lot what you say is uh one that i remember being not one of the first episodes but i remember seeing it middle but it definitely does stand out and that's why i remember it so mm-hmm being one I saw a little bit later. And because it was my first introduction to the Mad Hatter, and it was cool seeing his motivation and seeing just exactly how he went from being who he was to what he became. And it's uh, it goes kind of from being silly to very serious and uh, dramatic at the end, mm. which most most Batman episodes do. Yeah, so It's a it's a great introduction, a solid episode to uh, a character that will have an even better episode of Ares.
1: Yes, they did quite (laughs) quite throw out a load at once, didn't they? With mass, fantastic, quite a few. Oh yeah, quite a few come out at once. But um, yeah, this is a great episode, and um, the title card to it as well is um, pretty brilliant. Sort of crossover of animated and comic, which is fantastic
0: yeah I love, it it does give you a a a reminiscence of the disney alice in wonderland but it's definitely not as well that's yeah. a cool little arm so at least you know it's referencing the storybook if you have no idea but where we where we start with the episode is we see a bunch of rats with the or mice and they have these little red lights on their head and uh, with their by a tea set a very miniature cool diorama piece
1: mm-hmm.
0: and all of a sudden they're given a signal and they go around the, the tea set and they start drinking as if then they were humans and they know exactly what they're doing and we see that it is jervis tetch who is experimenting in neurotechnology and he is a employee at wayne enterprises and instead of doing what he's really supposed to be working on, he's doing stuff with mind control and he's testing them out on these rats. And then the next thing we see is this blonde haired secretary named Alice, fittingly enough.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, she runs in and warns her friend Jervis that uh, Dr. Marcia Cates, who is, you could tell, their direct boss. Uh, is coming and she's with Mr. Wayne who of course we know owns the whole place and so he's supposed to you know hide his mind control stuff and look like he's actually doing work <laughs> and Bruce shows up asking him you know what he's working on how it, how it's going and uh, Juris he doesn't really have much to say so he only, he gives an excuse <laughs> and Bruce is very understanding and He's like, okay, but the other boss, Miss Kate, she is not. And she even gives out a, if you know anything about Alice in Wonderland, a very fitting quote, if you mess up again, Jervis' heads will roll. Mm. And that's a, a nod to the queen of hearts. And then Alice tries to cheer him up once they all have gone, and you know that she can only do so much because Jervis also knows she has a boyfriend. Yeah. Named, named Billy. And Jervis, of course, has a crush on her and he's not too fond of Billy. No. And because of Billy, she can only see him as a friend.
1: <laughs> I do I do love this scene though, especially when um you know Bruce is walking through with Dr. Cates and everyone just pretending to be at work and getting on with things. It, it's so relatable to um my like, <laughs> The jobs i've been in where we have a visit from a big boss or something and everyone's like oh god wait yeah look at those we're all doing work it's great uh it's brilliant it's so relatable <laughs> and,
0: yeah you know uh you know you have your daily stuff where you it's you have your boss and it's daily consequences even though having the head one there everything's a little heightened
1: yeah everyone's just flying around doing work and yeah it's it's fantastic but um yeah, I, this scene is, is very sort of, it goes from very sort of light at the start and twists into Dr. Kate's getting angry and then at the end it's really creepy when he says, oh sometime Alice, I think you're the only one that, un- the only one that understands me and that, you know, it's a very sort of poignant quote for what it's called in um, the episode and um, I love how he slams the picture down as well at the end of that, that scene of
0: you know,
1: <laughs> Alice and her boyfriend.
0: Yeah, I mean, just within that whole interaction, we know everything we need to know about everybody, every character, it sets it up. You know, he's got a an unhealthy crush on Alice, even though she has a boyfriend. You know that Marcia Cates is just the absolute witch of a boss and that he just wants to get rid of her. <laughs> you know that he's just a poor loner that wishes he could control his world a little bit better.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So... It's all set up. And then the very next scene, we see Jervis and he's talking to himself, thinking about whether or not uh, he should give Alice the mind control device and make her love him or try to, you know, go the old fashioned way. And Mm -hmm. Neither neither of those are good for him because he knows that with the mind control, she's just going to be brainless, soulless and... Just a robot, essentially. And it, he tries to go about the old-fashioned way. He doesn't really have a chance. Not only because she has a boyfriend, but because probably she, he's not her type, I'm venturing to say. Yes. And so <laughs> uh, he then, while he's thinking about this, he hears that Alice is crying. And this is this kind of makes him happy because it gives him an in and a reason to go talk to her. And he goes and tries to comfort her, and she says that her and Billy uh, broke up. And Jervis is pumped because he could uh, give her the chance to cheer up while taking her out on a date. And I'm sure she only thinks of it as a friend, but uh, he 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 actually gets her to say yes, correct?
1: Yeah, he does. um, So he shows up, doesn't he? um... Yeah, house and like, takes her out, and he's just manipulating <laughs> everybody in sight with these with those cards, the microchips, and the the ears. Um, which is funny. So he goes to that restaurant, and they're playing the violins, and the the thugs try and mug him, and he puts them in the head and tells them to go jump in the river. <laughs> um, which is a nice sort of segue to get Batman involved in the episode. Yes. Just as we hear the police just, say. Yeah, just as the police go by, that's <laughs> very appropriate. Um, and then, and the, next, the, the next scene we see is the uh, scene in the Batmobile with Batman um saying, oh, it's a quiet night. And then um, suddenly the emergency button shows up on this police alarm. And then Alfred says, oh, so much for that I every mean, night. I'll prepare your usual supper. Toast, coffee, and bandages. <laughs> um, <laughs> good old Alfred with his English humour. And um yeah, so Bruce heads over to um Gotham Bridge where there's a, a attempted suicide um in Happening, which is pretty crazy to mention things like that on a Saturday morning cartoon. Um Heck yeah. uh, we head we head there with Batman and he's um seeing these guys on the top of the building so he goes up on this cool ejector seat from the Batmobile. Um he manages to to rescue them as they jump down, and they they're still determined to to jump in the river. But he, <laughs> as they land, um, the cards fall out of their head, and they're just like, "What the hell? Like, what? Why are we here?" And they just don't yeah. understand what's been going on. So Batman knows instantly something's not right when he picks up the microchip. Yeah.
0: And then where do we go?
1: Um, so we're in the Batcave now. and He's checking out, and he knows that. Something's not quite right. He's seen this technology before in the uh, office of someone working for him. Um, and um, while that's happening, they enter into storybook land, the Mad Hatter and Alice. And uh, he's saying, Oh, you know, Alice in Wonderland is one of his favorite stories and, and all of this. And um, the guard at the gate says, Oh, just giving the keys back when he locks up because um, he's got <laughs> mind control going on so um, after they go home Billy's waiting for Alice in her apartment or house um, which Mad Hat doesn't know about and they reconcile so um, the next scene we see is the day after when Tetch is going into work he's on cloud nine thinking that he's uh, <laughs> finally won Alice over um then unfortunately all comes collapsing down when he realises that she's actually engaged and you know, he sort of goes into a, a, a massive rage but then manages to suppress it and slowly walk in the office and um <laughs> where he finds Dr. Kate's complaining and saying that Bruce Wayne is demanding to see him <laughs> it's like oh do shut up Miss Kate and so hey. put one of the cards in her head
0: <laughs> yeah I love that bro It's
1: <laughs> <Which is> brilliant oh <laughs>
0: uh... And then what?
1: Um so after that we're looking at uh, Bruce arriving and you know saying oh where's Javis Tetch and saying I left 30 right. minutes ago, minutes ago. Um, and at the coincidentally exact same time Billy breaks off with the engagement with Alice thanks to uh, thanks to Jarvis. very convenient very convenient indeed too convenient for Batman's liking Yes. yeah
0: and then then uh, right from there, we see Alice, who is, you know, in tears and upset. She returns home and she sees Jervis there waiting for her. Mm-hmm. And he's there to console her, saying he's sorry about the breakup. And she's like, how did you know about the breakup? I didn't tell anyone. And he just completely ignores her and just <laughs> tries to speak all debonair And, like, he's so put together. And that's the thing I think is hilarious is like when you're so when he's at the restaurant and throughout the whole time of the date he's trying to act so posh and put together but it's like this guy's mind controlling everyone an absolute yeah. absolute yeah. mad child
1: guy's no, absolutely absolute <laughs> idiot yeah.
0: so we see that uh, Matt Hatter has his thugs there as walruses and uh, also a carpenter and they they take Alice and uh, they go to a a wonderland a theme park batman heads there and once he learns that mad hatter's at storybook land that's the official name yeah and mad hatter has multiple mind control victims at this point that he has as his his thugs and even has his miss kate's dressed as the queen of hearts <laughs> very fittingly and
1: Otherwise, she's standing going, "Off with his head!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shouting has, at Batman all the time.
0: Just keeps repeating it, and she has the 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 axe that uh, the Mad Hatter figure comes with, so it's perfect. And we see Batman uh, able to take on these thugs without actually pummeling them because they are normal people; they're under mind control. So he's able to take out all the mind control pieces out of their head.
1: Yeah, and. Then
0: And then you see that he is in a maze and the whole time he's trying to get to Mad Hatter, Mad Hatter is just mocking him and says that he reigns supreme in Wonderland. Mm -hmm. This is his world. and Just the normal things that villains usually say. And Batman just has enough with the maze and just starts going on top of it and jumping from card to card until he gets to, the center of the maze, where Mad Hatter has Alice tied up at a tea party, Well, not tied up, just at a tea party under mind control, dressed as Alice, just because he is completely bizarre. <laughs> and, and instead of fighting him once he gets there, Batman just goes after his his mind, fittingly enough, and says, "Like, what do you what do you want out of this? Like, no matter what, she." You just have my controller. She's, he says it. she's just a soulless doll.
1: Oh, I love that. It's just like, all no, you've waited for is just a soulless little doll. I love that.
0: Yeah, just the way he says it, too, just cuts at it. I don't know yeah. what it is. Yeah. But it just pisses off uh, Matt Hatter. And, of course, he also says that. Oh, he says that line, like, I've waited my whole lonely life for it. Like, yeah. Trying to I make himself
1: towel from your neck before I let you go. Yeah, and
0: he tries to sound like the victim, and then that's when Batman says, "Then all you have waited for is a soulless little doll."
1: Yeah, amazing. That's
0: really that's even worse. Like your whole lonely life, you just waited for heaven or someone that just obeys every command. There's yeah. just lifeless. It's kind of sad, but <laughs> <laughs> he is a sad person. So, <laughs> the Batman uh, eventually takes him. Very a physical. He's not a physical threat. So eventually uh, Batman takes him off and I'm sure he goes to Arkham and it, all is well, Billy's back to normal. And uh I think I think the last thing we see is Jarvis as he's like under a bunch of rubble quoting the book. Quote,
1: yeah, yes.
0: Carol would not, could not.
1: So he could not during the dance, yeah. Yeah.
0: And he couldn't join the dance.
1: He couldn't join the dance, no. Certainly couldn't dance with Batman. No chance. He's uh, outmatched by him. Great episode, this one. Really enjoyed. What do you rate? What do you rate it? Uh,
0: I give it, I give it an eight because I think there's one other Mad Hatter story that is a little better, and we'll be coming up to it. But I think for the amount of time it had to introduce a character that a lot of people all take silly and make him into a serious threat and make him interesting. I give
1: it an eight. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. And like you said, there are some, some stonking episodes coming up as well with Mad Hatter in it. Oh that's yeah. Um, I'll go seven. Seven. Um, yeah. It's a good Don't massively look forward to rewatching it, but can definitely respect it. It's a great episode, and yeah, in- introduction of Mad Hatter is brilliant. Really, really well done, as ever by Paul Dini.
0: And that's another thing. It's just so well-written. And, of course, Paul Dini could take a character like this and make him a serious threat and make him interesting. Yeah.
1: Definitely, yeah.
0: Which is another thing, another reason why we love the animated universe in general.
1: It is, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they managed to make cartoons just so serious and so brilliant and so DC.
0: So DC.
1: Which is just the perfect combination of books. Um, that's a great episode and the actual penultimate episode in series one as well I do believe which is um, pretty crazy so we've got one more um, what's the next episode? Uh, well the next episode is genuinely one of the best things, um, Batman animated series ever made it's dreams in darkness Ah, uh,
0: I love this one. another dream sequence
1: insane episode absolutely insane and um yeah obviously we'll talk about it next pod but this this episode we've got coming up is just unreal nice yeah and
0: hopefully we uh what well, not only we'll have this episode but hopefully we have a, a guest for you coming up as well if nah, not we'll just release this
1: but yes
0: we should be having a guest think,
1: coming up i think we'll definitely have a guest coming up They're pretty cool. oh, perfect
0: but yeah,
1: um, yeah, definitely
0: will be a cool one <laughs> For sure. What were you gonna say?
1: But yeah, no, we're really looking forward to some of the episodes we've got coming up now. We're starting to get right yeah, in the middle of some cool ones. Um, so yeah, some really old to, what's to come? Cool.
0: Yeah, and uh, hopefully, a lot more brand new figures, hopefully, a lot more new merchandise that was shown at. San Diego
1: Comic-Con. Yeah, well, really excited um, about what's to come, and, and hopefully um, spend reading up on some stuff that McFarlane are going to be doing. I'm massively excited about...
0: Oh, yeah, you uh, wanted to talk how about
1: that. will get more license. So, um, as sad as it is to see Matt'll go, I'm unbelievably excited of some of the rumours, and also some of the things that, Tom, Tom, uh, that Todd McFarlane has been saying himself. So... Um, in a recent interview he did at Comic Con obviously they can't show any of the new stuff yet because Mattel is still working through their stuff and contracts and stuff like that which is completely understandable. but he, he hasn't been banned from talking about it so he's been saying that we immediately now are they're working hard on getting figures um, ready because they literally want to release on the first day of January next year which is fantastic they want to start shipping oh. out is what he said, this is straight from him direct quotes so he said we want to be shipping out straight away in january and they're, they're going to be fortnight like figures in terms of the articulation the scale that's um, good and the style it definitely is good because i've got the wild card figure that they made honestly fantastic as a core figure one of the best you can get because of the articulation and also how streamlined that figure as well mm-hmm um comes with some cool accessories so they're looking to like 18 to 24 points of articulation so that's good loads of articulation i mean that's as much as Mattel are getting at the end of their stuff so um if they can start off with that and do a good job of it then that's that's fantastic i mean they shouldn't have any qc issues really because if they're carrying on with fortnite like figures and they've already got a core figure there can't be that difficult to adapt it into characters um but he said they're going to do all the obvious classic stuff first get all of that uh, done he said they they could make up to like five versions of the same characters like flash he was talking about they could do like a, a comic animation movie um tv all that kind of stuff they could do they want to do two pack figures um so they can like, include cool backdrops of comics uh, they want to do stand big effects props um, loads of accessories and they're going to do mo- like movie figures, as I said, comics, TV, animation, and maybe video games, he said, as well, so that's a really cool thing. I mean, the only DC video games out there are like Arkham or Injustice, so that that's perfect for fans, uh, yeah. which is amazing. And um, But like I said, he wants to get core cool characters that are fun and accurate. That's exactly the words that he said, so yeah, really excited to see that and also um, as well as that, we've had a, a leaked first wave, potentially. This is not confirmed. This is just rumours. But just quickly going through it, we've got some epic things in here. So we've got the the Harley Quinn Suicide Squad movie figure, which nah. uh, is cool. Well, I'm going to only assume it's from the new movie. Um, a comic yeah. Harley Quinn as well. Nah. But, like, that's pretty solid. And this is where it gets interesting. We've got an armored Superman supposedly coming out, which I think could be insane. Armor's Yeah. Armored Superman is pretty pretty exciting. Um then we've also got a comic Superman, comic Nightwing, comic Batman, um a comic Batgirl as well, so that's cool. Um
0: That's all one way.
1: Yes, uh, oh, that bad. is one way done. <laughs> um there's a comic book version of the Batman Who Laughs, they're looking at making, apparently.
0: Good. They need excited.
1: that. A comic Hellbass. Now that that is a really cool, cool that, idea.
0: They need that armor.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think that figure looks. Oh, sorry, design looks amazing. So I'd love to see that as a figure. Um, they're also going to do an arrow, which we assume is going to be a TV verse arrow. Yeah. Um, now the the last three is where it gets very very exciting. Okay, good. Personally, and also for everyone listening up. Now. All it says is animated Superman, Batman, and Green Lantern. So... Oh. And they've said they're going to be doing TV and animation stuff. So if they are DCAU figures, holy crap.
0: Interesting.
1: Holy crap. I mean, what other animated ones are they going to do that are as iconic so... sure Batman. Batman. <laughs> so, so excited by that. I mean, if well, they're maybe going to be maybe making... Adam West, there, I man. Yeah, who knows? I mean, the, the release, it's saying animated. Oh, okay. Animated Superman, exactly. animated, animated GL and animated Batman. Oh, that's going to be so um, interesting. It specifically says animated, so really, really excited about that. If they're going to make... Collectibles DC Collectibles are shaking. Well, that, you know, this is interesting. So Kevin from At Renke Customs said to me not long ago, he wonders if the reason DC Collectibles have virtually stopped their line is because they've lost the license to make animated figures now. So they can wow. only re release figures that they've got um licensed for already, which would be and obviously explaining why they've re released Batman, Harley Quinn, um Joker and Robin with different colorways, and they've had to go into sort of Red Hood and Azrael Batman of characters they haven't made yet. I think it's a really <laughs> interesting point.
0: We're putting it together, folks. Scott's the great detective. <laughs>
1: Well, I've got to thank Kevin for it as well, because he, he originally said that, and I was like, I don't know, but then now with this, so I've been searching around, trying to find information about McFarlane, and finally found this, which is quite exciting, but um, if they're going to make 18 to 24 point articulation DCAU figures, they can take every bit of money I have, because um, I want those figures very badly, and McFarlane have got a good habit of releasing figures everywhere. If it's going to be like the four and a half figures. They are.
0: What if expensive. that. An- what if the animated figures, it says Green Lantern, Superman, and Batman, what if they're from the new uh, Fat- Fatal Five movie? What if it's Jessica wow, Cruz
1: yeah. and Green Lantern? Could you imagine? Puget, i would no, go oh nuts exactly i mean we don't even know what green lantern it is do we oh, it's so yeah, excited it could,
0: a, it could be a different version of john it could be oh, wow. oh, it could be jessica cruz i'm hoping jessica cruz
1: animated to be fair if you could, if we could choose it would be her yeah um i mean See honestly, how popular
0: her dc multiverse figure is it's going for over 100 bucks
1: yeah so excited i can't wait for them to get this license now and oh. um really excited if this is what we're looking at and tom mcfarlane seems genuinely really passionate about doing it so um, yeah exactly and it, it, it seems like a real sort of i don't i don't know it sounds like i'm throwing shade at him but seems sounds like a real nerd he really <laughs> is pumped about this and really wants to
0: yeah. make
1: it work you know which is fantastic and uh yeah mcfarlane so they get their toys out to everybody we've got forbidden planet in the uk uh, the Entertainer as well um, and they're just two shops that are right next to where I work and they have these figures everywhere in there and Amazon as well Amazon mm-hmm. are their main store uh, where they sell from they don't have an actual shop online, they sell through Amazon which is fantastic as well so that means it's going to be um, you know, pretty accessible for everybody which is amazing because Metal and DC Collectibles and Mezco uh. they can frankly screw off with these stupid exclusives they keep doing Hopefully McFarlane um, won't do that. Oh. This is seriously annoying that they keep doing exclusives. It's annoying. But hopefully McFarlane now are going to really sort of um, not only be called a multiverse, but they're going to make it a multiverse as well and, and release to everybody because everyone should get the chance to own them. You can't call shouldn't call a figure a multiverse line and only sell to one shop in America. Yeah, it just doesn't make It seems make sense. a bit hypocritical. So really excited really- about it.
0: Uh, yeah i'm i'm stoked too i i think that uh, this is great news i'm glad you put sent us off on some great news from mcfarland toys
1: so excited man and yeah they've got such cool um, things coming up and the fact that they're going to be doing potentially animated and dcau stuff just is fantastic I'm really excited about it all the articulation it'll bring in the accessories they'll include and alternate hands stuff like that and it's just stuff that we've wanted for a while and we haven't got. So, I'm really excited.
0: Get more uses out of the cave with those animated figures.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's a great investment. It <laughs> is.
1: It really is. Like, the articulation is going to be such an upgrade as well. Heck yeah.
0: But yeah, I, I'm excited. It looks like DC fans have nothing but good things to look forward to with the little bit that Mattel has left, finishing up with. And then. Yeah. Well, we got heading into the new year, a lot of uh, cool reveals that Scott just shared. Even though there may be only rumors, they're probably very true to them.
1: Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, so. definitely. I mean, even if that wave isn't correct, sort of that's Todd is uh, saying is all positive. I mean, talk's cheap, but I, I seriously think that he's going to he's going to do it and really yeah, bring these figures to to everybody and make them good. I really do think he will.
0: I'm sure. I'm sure he will. I'm yeah, sure we'll get it. nothing but greatness.
1: I'm so happy that he specifically said like the Fortnite figures. It's like that because they're they're really good figures. Genuinely, it's a better
0: plastic too than those.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Other ones, the Stranger yeah. Thing ones.
1: Hopefully, oh, we get amazing, and the joints are so smooth as well. That's what I love about them. Not like they not got hinges on them or anything. They're just such smooth. Oh, yeah, you a wild card, right? Yeah, I've got wild card. He, he's a great figure. Um, I'm going to do it I've oh. already got a picture of it I'm going to do a picture of him next week and upload it so.
0: Hopefully McFarlane Toys releases a Spawn vs. Batman 2 pack Because that was oh, awesome Oh nice yes. <laughs> uh, uh, but, yeah,
1: yeah anything really else that? No anything? That's, that's pretty much all from me How about you
0: no i mean that's i love that news i had no idea so i'm learning about it first on air from scott and that's that's why uh we have the show stay keep, keep people informed so i'm glad that <laughs> glad you shared that with me because i learned something and then uh hopefully our guest this week is going to be jason from he used to work at mattel and he designed a lot of this newest way so we could pick his brain now that that's released and we can actually talk about it yeah. hopefully uh, that happens but if not we uh We'll eventually get them, but we're looking forward to that. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. This was a lot of fun. It's always fun catching up with Scott talking about what's been going on. And uh, hopefully you guys enjoy it and we will speak to you very soon. Hey, this is Tyler G of Batman figs on Instagram. Also co-host of DC figures and collectibles podcast podcast. And a lot of times people ask me where do I get my figures or what method do I prefer to go about getting my action figures. And I tell them the best, easiest way that I know of is going through BigBadToyStore.com. They usually have all the newest things in stock. They have things that you could pre-order ahead of time so you don't miss out on the opportunity of having them. They also have figures from years ago that usually tend to be at a good price and figures that are hard to find that you may need for your collection. So if you need to get a figure of any kind, any brand, then I would check BigBadToyStore.com BigBadToyStore.com Go check them out today. Hello and welcome to the guest portion of DC Figures and Collectibles. I am Tyler G and I am joined as always by Scott. And today we have a, a very fun guest, the guest that we've had on the show before. He's returning. Not only is, was he a great guest and a lot of fun to talk to, but he actually had a major hand to play in a lot of the, the last few waves of DC Multiverse by Mattel. And he was a part of design and we have a lot to ask and a lot to talk to him about, especially with a lot of the major reveals that we saw recently at San Diego Comic Con. We want to also, of course, just see how he's doing, catch up with him, see what he's been up to. I'm sure that he's been very busy and up to a lot. His name is Jason Langston. And if you are not following him, you could find him on Instagram. At JNL underscore toys. Again, that is at JNL underscore toys. And he currently is not with us right now, but Scott and I know that it's probably the Anchor app's fault.
1: I guess more than likely is the case. (laughs) Yes. Uh,
0: So, of course, I think it's kind of cool sometimes it works out that uh, we get to do an intro and a glowing introduction without then maybe being on because you know that could be a little awkward yeah, well,
1: having sparrows blushes
0: yeah answer. so we'll just say yeah we already introduced you and how are you doing we get and hopefully he will listen to it and enjoy the compliments
1: yes definitely what you said really looking forward to speaking to him and, uh, yeah so
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> well uh scott and i will call him back in a second but <laughs> this is kind of cool too just hanging out no pressure but, uh, here we go. We'll uh, call him back in a second. We hope you guys enjoy it. Hello, and welcome back we We have full connection right now, and we are again joined by our guest that we had a glowing introduction for, and hopefully he'll get to listen back to it and hear how much praise we heaped upon him. but he is with us, and we are we're honored to have him, and we know he's a busy man, so Again, we are joined by Jason Langston of at JNL underscore toys on Instagram. Jason, how are you doing?
2: Yeah, hey, I'm good. How are you doing?
0: How are you doing? We, we're doing very well, and I know that Scott and I are both extremely pumped to have you back on, and we're looking forward to a, a lot of questions from reveals that we've seen recently.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Hopefully, I can answer some of them. <laughs> yes, there's, yeah, a lot, there's a lot of questions coming up about uh, that new line that's been released since Nicely brilliant. Sure.
0: Well, first of all, we wanna we wanna know how you have been doing and how you've been since the last time we talked. What you've been up to. We know that you had a a few things up in the air, but we wanted to see how you were doing.
2: Um. Well, I'm doing great. First of all, thanks for having me back on. It's it's great to talk to you guys again. Um. Hey, the last the last six months have been bonkers. It's, <laughs> it's been. I've been. Uh, I worked for Moose Toys for a little while. I um, I worked for uh, DC Collectibles for a little while. So, wow. Yeah, I've kind of I've kind of been all over the place. And then um, about six weeks ago, I started working, I started working with Doctor Seuss. No way. Myself. Yeah, so I'm the full time full time now uh, creative director, at Doctor Seuss. So it's
0: holy crap.
2: Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty wild. It's been pretty wild.
0: Doctor Sears, that's like no little name. That's a huge thing. Tons of movies, classics. That's pretty awesome.
2: Yeah, it was it was sort of a it was an opportunity I couldn't pass up. It was sort of um I get to oversee all product approvals and um I get get to keep an eye on any animation that we do and it's it's oh out, it's a creative oversight of everything. It's it's it was too too exciting to not jump at the opportunity.
0: Well, a huge congratulations are in order there.
1: Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. It's amazing though. Yeah.
2: And not only
0: that, but it sounds like you got to go on this cool little tour of doing freelance work or just working for different companies.
2: Yeah, I was just freelancing. I was I mean, I was only at DC for maybe two, three weeks, something like that. Um, just helping out on some projects that I was hoping were gonna get announced at Comic Con. So I was eagerly watching so I could start kind of bragging about it a little bit and nothing happened I was like, Oh, they're still waiting. Oh come on. <sighs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it was that was that was a great experience, and and then I was working on uh, Fortnite, um, with uh, doing some packaging stuff for for Moose, working on new Fortnite <laughs> for them. Yeah, it's, I mean it's been wild. It's been a wild year.
0: So not only did you work for Mattel, and I mean you helped design some of the the last few waves that they're ever going to produce for DC Multiverse, at least for a while, and a lot of them look amazing. But you've been you've been doing some awesome work for some big names.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's been crazy, and, and I I enjoyed freelancing, I liked, uh, I, I mean, I think I told you guys a while back I was freelancing for Spin, uh, for Spin Master last year, so it's kind of like I did this tour of the different toy studios, and it was just sort of waiting for the right opportunity to come along, and being a little choosy, you know, with some stuff that came along, and it just, this was sort of, I couldn't pass it up.
0: Holy crap! You've been you've been one busy man, but I bet the stability also helps out with the fact that you are a family man too.
2: It does. Um, you know that part's been that part's been a little bonkers too, because Dr. Seuss is actually based in San Diego, and oh. and uh, so we are still in the process of moving because my family lives in uh, South Bay of L.A. and um, that's just taking some doing. You got to sell your house, got to find a house. You got, know? I mean, it's boring stuff. And I'm looking forward to putting it in my rear view, to be honest with you. But, um, yeah. you know, you can't pass it San Diego is beautiful. So um, we're we're all real excited about it.
1: Nice and close for Comic-Con as well. That's ideal.
2: Yeah, I don't have to get a hotel ever again. Like, it's
1: <laughs> <a house. laughs> yeah, that sounds awesome. What, what's it been like changing around and, mo- and moving with different companies? Is it fun or, or can it be really difficult to kind of adapt? Because I guess everybody works in different ways and has different sort of um, things that they're working on.
2: You know um when I went when I was at Spinmaster, I found that it's very similar. There's a lot of ex Mattel people um, yeah. there and um you know Mattel is one of the biggest um and certainly has the the most amount of resources of any toy company, yeah uh, so when you go to other companies, you just kind of it's you, you sort of learn that like other companies do great stuff but they don't have the same resources yeah. So, like oh hmm, i'm used to having this available and i'm used to having this available and you just have to be a little more creative about the way you solve things um but uh you know it's it's a lot of the same folks just they all move around it's a very small industry we all know each other so um it's you know that part was interesting you're like oh they call it different things like they call they call first shots you know test shots or something like it's just there's different lingo twists here and there, but for the most part, it's it's all kind of the same. It's it's not too hard to just jump in and start. Okay.
0: Well, that's awesome to hear. That's almost like a a family all around the different toy companies.
2: Yeah, and you know, and it's uh, you know for a long time, um, you hear folks like kind of like, oh, is Hasbro gonna buy Mattel and stuff like that, and it it's sort of like we we'll, we would reach out to our friends that are over there and like, what's going on with this? Or are like, we don't know. <laughs> Like we haven't even heard anything, and we're we're all rooting for each other. And you know, I I probably told you guys. I mean, I collect a ton of Marvel Legends, so it's kind of. And they when at Comic Con last year, Dwight and, and uh, Tony came over, and they were like, they work on Marvel Legends over at um at Hasbro, and we were we, they were like, so when are we gonna when are we gonna see that katana? When are we gonna see this? You know, <laughs> you know that, that kind of cool. stuff. So, um, we're all we're all big nerds, and we're all fans of each other's work, so it's, it's fun.
0: That that is a that is a reassuring thing though, that you guys are all rooting for each other and looking forward to seeing each other's designs and stuff. And speaking of Comic Con, were you there this year at all?
2: I I actually did not. I did not okay. go. That was my. But first you, time.
0: Was my first you were time. there kind of in a way.
2: Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, the work was there. That's was, that <laughs> was pretty hmm. weird, but um, it was like uh, it's been like twelve years actually. Twelve years of of going. was my first time in twelve years not going. So. That was that was uh, it was weird. It was a little weird. I wanted to take a break. I wanted to like get away from it and just sort of be a fan and be an outsider. And um, plus, I had just started working at Seuss, so mm-hmm. I didn't have any time off to take. But it was I think it
1: was healthy. It was a healthy break for me. What's it like seeing figures that you put so much like sort of effort and um, and heart into to see fans going nuts over them? Well, what, that it must be pretty pretty cool i imagine but so many emotions will surround that it's
2: it was really exciting and, and then a little bittersweet because i'm not i'm not there, yeah you know to kind of um present them and 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 talk
1: about my contributions to it and stuff but, but i um, think that's a real shame man i really do it, it, you, you know you should have been there with the with the company it's a shame well
2: you know i you know like, i kind of i guess i don't know i the weird thing is guys they like intel doesn't let designers speak for the work it's sort of sort of I don't know if they don't let you there's only a few people that are allowed to speak to press and do podcasts and stuff like that and if I had I not been laid off when I would when I was I wouldn't actually have had the opportunity to talk about the stuff that I did because I would have had to just keep working and I wasn't PR approved and whatnot like it's so no one would have ever have known that I worked on it until after I left anyway so yeah, it's, it's been kind of like a, a total blessing like if I went out I think I got laid off the day after Comic-Con last year and then because my interview with Pixel Dan was online and I had done the panel and stuff it was like hey who's this guy and the story's like man this guy busted his butt you know working with his team to get this stuff done and then they just let them go. Like that sucks, but the work is really cool and it's cool stuff. So sort of, I don't know. It, it made for a good story. Like I, so I don't, I don't, I don't begrudge it at all. And kind of I'm actually really happy it
1: worked out. Yeah. yeah. I suppose yeah, pretty pretty that it hard happened hard. at all. Really, it's an amazing opportunity that that you got given, and you definitely took the best of it. Yeah,
2: and I mean, and the toy design piece I had only gotten to do it for two years while I was there. That yeah. so I was in packaging. So, and nobody knew about any of the packaging stuff I was doing it was sort of it just kind of comes and goes, but the product stuff started hitting right at that time, and it just it was just the, it was just the perfect
1: time to be to
2: be out and free
1: <laughs>
0: yeah well, I think the amazing thing too is for you to think about the the you i mean I just recently picked up some of the figures that you designed like the the homage to the old toy biz Batman from 89 and the, the Joker as well. And I mean, it's, I think it's cool that you get, you got to have a piece of putting your mark on that figure. And it's a a figure that most all collectors, if not every collector definitely had that Batman and had tons of hours of playtime with that, tons of memories. You probably had the figure. I think something like that is really cool.
2: It was, yeah, it was really exciting. And, and, uh, with that one that was something that uh bill beneke and i were kicking around like let's let's do like a toy biz we've kind of we actually wanted to package it the same way they were packaged with the uh, toy biz ones and that was the goal like that i had already done the package design for it, it was gonna look just like that toy biz thing was gonna be on a blister card uh, so it, my, i was surprised when i found them at target yesterday i'm like oh it's in a window box that's not what <laughs> he had done but um, and then I, I mean, my contributions to that, that wave were a little bit more minimal than the other ones that like the Croc wave and the Batman Ninja wave and stuff. Cause I had done an initial design for the Batman and Joker two pack. And then, um, and then it just kind of just sat. And then I don't know where, where I guess it, it changed. It became, a, um, an assortment of four and then it became three and all kinds of stuff changed after, but really like Bill, Bill and, um, the development um, manager, um, Jason Lee, like those are the guys that really drove those ones home. Like I just I, I just kind of like put initial thoughts down. So I don't wanna like I don't try it I don't want to take too much credit for that one. Like as much as I love that one and it was something that Bill and I talked about initially, those that's those guys. Like they're the ones that did the work
0: on that. Is, is there is there any news that you heard on maybe what happened to that Riddler figure?
2: Um I heard of um from different folks that they're trying to get it out but i don't know why i don't i don't know why because I, I mean if you look at it there's not a lot of tooling it's just a basic body. Head. yeah um so i don't know maybe they just maybe just the budget got the Budget got cut too much and it was cheaper to put an extra
0: batman figure or Something i don't know Oh, true. And then there's also people – there's or, there's a few people that commented saying that they heard that these the, – the Batman, Joker, and the Ivy might be only Target exclusive. Have you heard anything on that? That No,
2: I don't think that's true. Okay, then, good. You know, go to, or, like, I think it's supposed to go to Walmart, too. But I don't – but then again, I don't know. It, like, when we had pitched it initially, I think it was an exclusive, but I don't think it ended
0: up that way. Okay. But then, what, what do you think about uh, these – the the red hood and the nightwing what what kind of uh influence did you have on that line that wave
2: the night wings in the um in the batman ninja wave right
0: yeah yes that one yeah that one
2: those were those were um i did a a lot of work on them um i'm trying to like turn off the top of my head I saw a lot of sculpting on those, and some of them even got to paint masters. So whatever was revealed as paint masters last year, that was like as far as I went on those, obviously. Um, and then, um, like as far as fucking and all that stuff, that would have been Jason and that would have finished those off. Um, and then Red Hood, Red Hood, Red and Red Hood were the two were the two figures that were revealed um at Comic Con last year that I took to sculpt. We hadn't even got masters yeah and that four got laid off but i had done the design specs for um that katana because that one was already revealed and the um batman was one that i had done design specs for too and i started i started kg beast but i think bill ended up changing it which is cool because he was super excited about that figure he really really wanted to do that one so um and that alfred i mean come on that alfred
0: what kind of hand did you have in that and how much how long have you known about that and how yeah. hard is it to keep a secret like that
2: i knew about the alfred since um i mean last year like since january of last year because we had to get warner to buy off on all the waves for the year and my involvement in that was bill saying i want to do an alfred figure and i want to do a, an ultimate alpha figure and i want to have a michael go ahead and i want to have <laughs> Alan Napier head and and he's just and so my involvement was just standing there in awe and then slow clapping afterwards yes (laughs) I was like wow that was like that's like an ultimate he's like yeah it's an ultimate Alfred like he's like let's do something no one's ever done so that I had zero involvement
1: except for applauding a great idea (laughs) (laughs) it is genuinely the perfect Alfred because like all the old Alfred stickers are even ludicrously expensive or just playing garbage but this alfred is just amazing and uh the articulation even the accessories i love the cowl that he comes with on the tray and, and fantastic
2: yeah isn't that it's so fun too and uh you know like you get to i mean it's so weird to think that people be so excited about an alfred figure but just adding those extra heads in there yeah adds level to it to where people are going to army build alfreds
1: heck yeah, <laughs> yeah. and you've got so the fun. the penguin that you released as well with, with, long ago and we've got the NECA Batman 89 and you can combine all that together which is fantastic and uh, yeah that Alfred figure really is amazing.
2: Yeah I saw a photo that someone had posted of uh, of that NECA Batman the Keaton Batman standing next to it must be someone in Canada because I guess they're already hitting in Canada but ah. yeah, the, NECA, the NECA Keaton Batman standing next to the Alfred um, with the Michael Gohead head on it. and it's just it's like, "Oh man," it brought a little tear in my eye. That's like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so <sorry>. wonderful.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, I need to, I need to definitely try to find that picture because I have not seen that one. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I can't. Yeah, I can't wait to find that Alfred. And is there, is there any way you might know when it possibly might be hitting, shore, uh, stores in the U.S.? No, I can't. No.
2: I mean, if they're in Canada already, I imagine it's gonna be soon. And then I think someone posted today in Michigan, maybe. So, it's got to be anytime. time. See, the thing is, from, uh, from a shipping schedule, once they get to October, November, that's considered 2020. So, that's like the next year. So, if it if they don't get out by 8191, then, you know, it's, it's kind of like I, I wouldn't imagine they would get out at all. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. We always, whenever we were working in development schedule, we always thought of November 1st and called it 11-1, like everyone's 11-1, 11-1 because you have to get it to the distribution centers by that date so that stuff can go on shelf in January. And um, so if it's it's got to be already hitting distribution centers by now. Like it's got to be any, any week now, like any week now.
0: I, I, I look forward to it because also that Red Robin figure is just outstanding. And a lot of the cool things is these are characters that like you said, that haven't been done or we might never see, you know, at least in a long time.
2: Yeah, I mean the the uh, Red Robin, like just from the photos and everything, I'm t- so excited about that one. Like as a fan, as a designer, like just like the fact that Bill managed to get double elbows in on that guy, it's like wow, he's he's perfect. Like it's like that's it. Like I like there's, there'll be when someone asks me like what's my favorite figure that I got to have anything to do with, I'll be like this Red Robin because it just. And not to mention, I'm a huge Tim Drake fan. Like, Tim Drake is the guy. He was my gateway into comics. And so getting that here is going to be so satisfying for, the like, my inner 10-year-old. Oh, nice.
0: So you picked up, like, his solo comic growing up?
2: Yeah. I Like, I remember when I was a kid, my, my parents took me to the swap meet in Tucson. And there was, like, a small comic dealer. And he had a, a poster of the um, – that chuck dixon i think it's chuck dixon um miniseries where batman's standing there and then robin's crouching on the gargoyle and he's like, <sighs> in front of him i was like and it's an oh, all-new robin and i was like who? what do you mean all-new robin <laughs> grayson robin and then from that moment on it was like found out well who's jason todd oh he's dead okay who's tim drake and just tim drake was it like i followed him all the way into through the 90s and then young justice you know tim drake's just always been my guy
0: he had a pretty big moment in return of the joker
2: yeah 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 yeah,
1: totally um so i I love i love me some team (laughs) so out of all the figures that you've um worked on and there is a lot that you've worked on what would you say some of the standouts for you and some of your, your favorite figures that you've contributed and made
2: um besides so i mean i I already gushed over the rave last time we talked but um (laughs) the red robin one i'm super excited about um the Batman ninja figure is really really it came out really nice like i'm really happy with the amount of paint that it got the articulation and the the weird thing is i haven't seen the content and i haven't heard great things about it so it's not like Tons of people are running out to get it, but the reaction to the figure is it's a really cool Batman figure. So when I got the when I got to play with that one, I was just really excited about it. Like it's you can pose it so much. Like it's it's just, I don't know. Yeah. I really like that one. So that one stands out
0: for me. It, um, it looks beautiful. I just have not seen the wave. I would just pick up the wave to get that figure alone.
2: Yeah, I just got it. Um, I I ordered it from Big Bad Toy Store, and I think it came last weekend. Oh, okay but um, someone had kind of helped me out and got a, a sample of that for me a month or two ago. So I could it a little bit earlier, but
0: nice. Yeah.
2: That, so that was, that was very sweet. And then um, I don't know, like it's it's, it's uh, I'm trying to remember some of them. Like I'm, I, I really like that Katana figure as simple, as simple as she is. It's a very elegant design. I'm, I'm curious how the execution is going to end up being. Um make sure like the face still looks good when it comes in sometimes in production the female heads get a little wide and they don't come out as beautiful as they were when they're in paint master form but um, i'm excited about a lot of the figures i'm mostly guys i'm most excited about them coming out and then just being like okay cool (laughs) (laughs) here they are like there they are they're all i got it like they're all together i don't have to i don't feel like there's any loose ends anymore like it's I think that'll be more satisfying for me. Like when they're just all on my shelf, you're like, all right, cool. I did it. Like, there we go.
0: Yeah. I bet that has to be rewarding when you do all that work and it finally does get put out into production and into the public. Cause like you said, the DC collectibles, they haven't even announced your work that you did yet.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it just, I'm kind of like, man, I, I, I worked on some stuff. I want to see it, you know, and, and, um, out of respect for them, like I'm also not going to talk about anything, but, um, it's, it's just, it's cool. You know, that it is hard. It's hard um, working so far in advance of everything. Cause you know, production schedules, it's anywhere from a year to 18 months ahead of time. So um, like, no, like you, you know what you're going to be doing, you know, what's going to be hitting shelves in 2019. It was just, it's so weird, right? Like I got laid off <laughs> a year ago. and I already knew everything that was going to be coming out this year. So, um, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of wild.
1: It at is you can budget, at least you can budget what figures you're going to be buying.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's true. Yeah, how? What kind of does it irk you at all, or does it annoy you at all, or at this point do you just kind of roll with the punches and you just realize that's the industry? When you see something like uh, the Starfire, which was originally shown, and it was uh, the the hair, for instance, was a lot more translucent, and then you see it. At the, the end product and maybe it's like they just change it up a little bit does that kind of bother you or at this point you just you're good with it
2: it's both you know
0: okay.
2: <laughs> It's both because there's nothing I, I know there's nothing i could do to, there's nothing i can do right like, yeah. but i i kind of i mean to be honest with you i knew that that hair wasn't going to end up being like that because anytime we see anything translucent that's that's made that's that, that's uh kind of comped up like prototyped it's always it Always looks better than production just because it's a different material, so you okay. never get that same clarity. Um, the thing that bugged me about Starfire was how small her head ended up being, and the same thing with um, Jon Stewart like, John Stewart has the tiniest little head.
0: <laughs> I did notice that on John.
2: yeah, and i like, man, I, I, the, the paint master looks so good, and for some reason, it, it, it wasn't scaled up to account for when it went down in. And John just a still itty-bitty head. And, <laughs> but he still looks cool, right? I and mean, if you got him flying, oh, yeah. he still looks good. But it just bugs me that his neck is a little wider than the width of his ears.
0: Yeah. That would be frustrating, especially putting all the work and effort into it. And yeah. then there's another one I wanted to ask you about, because this is probably my most heartbreaking that we didn't see come to fruition. And it is a Black Canary figure. What happened? I don't
2: know. I, you know, I, well, it's one of those things. I have a guess, right? They lost the life. Okay. They lost. The life. Uh, okay. They were probably late and um, they still had product to put out. So they just sort of spaced it out a little bit. And figures are expensive to make. You know, they, 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 they're they, expensive, they're time consuming. And they probably like, well, we're just going to cut this and we're going to cut this. And Canary had a lot of new tooling. Um, Hawker, it. And they were just um A just casualties of losing the license. it like if anything, those figures would have ended up coming out and um in twenty twenty. Uh-huh. Just getting caught together. Like we never saw Simon Baz.
0: Oh yeah.
2: Right? Simon Bass got cut the, the alternate version that was supposed to be Chase for the Ray, that got cut. cut. Mm. You know, just oh, of, the
0: Chase Ray figure.
2: Yeah, so just kind of casualties of, of them losing the license. So that's kind of, I mean, that's my guess.
0: Now, I want to tell you that uh, because after we did the last interview with you and you talked about uh, the process and what you put into getting the Ray figure made and the extra head, I, I picked up the figure, and it's it's so awesome. So definitely one of the cooler figures from DC Multiverse. Cool. Thank you. And yeah. it is rare to see a smiling head sculpt.
2: I uh, know, right? like they <laughs> look, look so pensive and just kind of like, hmm, "What am I gonna pick up for dinner tonight?"
0: <laughs> and that's what I, got. I also kind of noticed that the Dick Grayson as Batman kind of has a little smirk in the cow.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's I because mean, he's. That, I. I mean, I remember making a note about that because he's not supposed to be the grim, dark Batman. He's not Bruce. He's Tim. He's supposed. All right. Uh, he's. He's Dick. He's supposed to have a little bit more fun. And that whole run, that whole Grant Morrison run with. Um, him and Damien being Batman and Robin like they it was fun like it was a fun read
0: definitely mm. at so, first I thought I was going to be annoyed by Robin being Batman but it was it was a lot of fun
2: yeah no that's exactly like I, I did not like Damien at all I, <laughs> I mean I just told you right I'm a Tim guy so having Damien come and just totally kick him out of the spot even after they're like well it's it's Bruce's son. Yeah, doesn't anybody remember that Tim was adopted by Bruce? Like he is his son too.
0: Exactly. Jacked mm. you know, up.
2: <laughs> yeah, totally. Just pushed to the side because it didn't fit the story. But, um, but yeah, no that that whole Batman and Robin run was super fun having like the crazy dark Robin who held in check by the happier, funnier Batman it was super entertaining. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, that definitely is cool. So.
2: What figures did you see coming out? It doesn't have to be multiverse to be anything. Like what what came out at Comic
1: Con that was revealed that you guys are excited about? Scott. Um, okay, well for me, to be fair, I think Mattel probably. I'm not just saying that because you're. I think Mattel probably did do the best with the 80th wave, but I mean, because um, I love the Croc as well. Connecting to like Croc, he's, he's amazing. Um, but in terms of individual figures, I love the Mikey as Batman from DC Collectibles. He's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, I like the Hot Toys Robin that they've been made for from the Batman Forever. Yeah, it's about time, right? Like
2: we. Yeah, we, absolutely. When that Val Kilmer Batman came out, first of all, I was like, "Why are we doing Val Kilmer? We need to do, <laughs> let's do Batman Returns. No one's done Batman Returns, and then we can get to Robin. We can do all the other ones, and Robin." Yeah. I don't we have a Robin and that Robin costume from Batman Forever is Tim's costume? Come on,
1: that is yeah, a, yeah, it's a classic,
2: right? So, oh, yeah, so I'm, I'm with you on that one. I I don't have, I only have one hot toy, it's the Adam West Batman, but I might have, yeah. to Donald Robin just because it's, it's about time.
1: You know, it is. I mean, there, there, there's so many cool stuff. I mean, um, yeah, I for me, it is mainly the uh Mattel wave and. There's so much cool stuff coming out. It's one of them where there's so much you can't even think where to start with it. There's, there's, there's that amazing, but I think that they're the main two—the 80s wave—and then the Mikey is Batman, um, definitely. I mean, it, it, there's just there's just so much and so so many brands these days as well that come out of all the stuff. It felt like back in the day it was just you know Kenner and then DC Collectibles kind of replaced them, and then now you got millions of different. Um, brands doing all these awesome stuff which is fantastic I mean that like Tyler recently got the higher Toys Harley and they're doing some great stuff right now and um, next year it's going to be a, a massive year as well with obviously McFarlane coming in and there's so much to look forward to but um, yeah so many cool figures and um, those are your tops up, a lot of money Mike is Batman's my absolute top and then closely followed by the Alfred I think
0: those are some strong ones about you yeah. i definitely think uh i i'm with i'm with scott that i thought mattel had the best showing and again yeah. not just because you're on i
2: don't
0: work uh, there anymore you don't have kiss there but <laughs> yeah they definitely <laughs> had the best showing um it also it, I mean, it was cool knowing that like one of the people that we had on the show and a friend of the show had a hand in you know making these. but the alfred by far is the coolest figure that i saw of all the my biggest surprise and mainly just because the Michael Go head, I think that thing is brilliant.
2: Yeah,
0: and it looks like I don't know. It looks like they might have put even a little bit more love and detail onto that one, which it, it shows. Yeah, and then um, I I I was excited to see the '89 Mezco from the Batman figure, but they still don't have a pre order up, and it's been two years. I feel like for a while, <laughs> and they just released. They just released a Harley Quinn figure and put her up for pre-order instantly, so what's good. to do?
2: There was the tease, like, two days ago, and then, boom, pre-order. Here you go. Everyone. And it's open to everyone, too. I think it's pre-ordering on Amazon. It's on Big Bad Toy Store. It's everywhere. It's like, dude.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we're dying for that 89, Batman.
2: Yeah, I think, yeah. I I mean, it looks like it could be the definitive key. I mean, I really like the NECA one. I feel like there's a little bit of proportion stuff that could be, I don't know what it is, but... Something about the torso that looks a little weird to me, but it's perfect. Like I'm just like it's good. I don't really need another Keaton. And then I saw Thug's, that, one. like,
1: yeah,
2: look, his head's slightly
1: too big as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I had to go through three or four of them to find eyes that I was happy.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> but that the Mesco stuff, it's it's good stuff. You know, they're they're doing really
0: great work. Yeah, and. That's always the thing that kind of bugs me about Mezco is just how much uh, the show and how much pre-orders you might have to wait a year or two. So that's the kind of bummer about that. But uh, that's true. The DC collectible stuff look cool, and I definitely am in agreement with Scout that the Mikey S Batman figure. I wanted to get that just to see how the new waves are going to be, and it turned out to be a lot of a lot of fun. The joints are great, double knee articulation. So. I'm excited to see what they do with uh, the GameStop exclusives. I feel bad for people that's only an exclusive,
2: but. Yeah, it's tough. You know, I mean, DC. Hello?
0: Oh, you're cutting in and out. Scott, you there?
1: Yeah, I can
0: hear. Okay. I think he's still there.
2: I, I think he I'm rooting for those DC clubs, guys. Not just because I was there. Oh, there he is. But, oh, I'm here.
0: I'm here. Nice. Yeah, we lost you for a second, but we're glad. So you're you're rooting for those ones. Are you a big turtles guy?
2: I freaking love turtles. Okay. Good. Turtles. Nine years old when the first Turtle show came out in eighty seven. So that Turtles was my jam all through the eighties, all through the nineties. Still, like I've watched every series except I haven't watched
0: Okay. And did you I- see the new movie, the Bat with Batman?
2: Um, no, I haven't gotten around to that. I haven't heard okay. some great things about it, so I'm hoping that you can sway me the other direction.
0: Well, I enjoyed a lot of it until a certain part uh where and it was in the middle and it was only maybe a five minute scene. After that it 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 got better for me, but there's just a little part that I think it's because I was I'm an adult that just I didn't really enjoy it. But mm-hmm. my kids will enjoy that part. Mm. But overall it was it was a lot more fun than I thought. I thought it was gonna be just a cheesy cash grab, but it was enjoyable.
2: That um the 2012 series that Ciro Nelly did is mm-hmm. perfect to me. So it's really hard to read hurdles uh, right now. Like I need space. That's why I can't that's why I can't appreciate Rise. Rise is a totally different show. It's it's much more colorful and youth targeted, like young audience and stuff like that. But it just came out too soon. Like I just can't I can't get into it yet. I need a little distance. But that two thousand twelve series was was perfect. Like it was it was horror. It was adventure. It was funny. It was I mean it's it was everything. And so it's really hard to uh, like like anything else. Like even when the designs for the new for that Batman um, the Batman uh, Turtles thing came out, I was like, oh, they don't quite look like 2012. I don't know if I like the designs like they're just a little off to me. Like this, just get Zero to do it. Zero knows exactly the way it should be. So, um, but yeah. Anyway, answer your question. Long winded. I loved her. <laughs> <laughs> <Lord> <laughs>
0: We're supposed I to be long
1: Definitely. Actually, what we we're talking about DC Collectibles, so um I think I can speak for both of me and Tyler where we look on the outside and see DC Collectibles as this absolute chaotic company that start a wave, cancel it, start another wave, cancel that. Don't even start a wave sometimes before cancelling it and then so what, what is it like being sort of on the inside of DC collectibles? Because uh, like, it seems chaotic for us on the outside sometimes and frustrating as well. But what's it like working for them?
2: Um, I I'm friends with Jim Fletcher, the creative director over there, for a really long time. Yeah. So, um, you know, he actually invited me to come in because and, 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 uh, he knew I'd been looking for a job. And I've always been at DC. Like, I actually kept my name card with the little logo and my name on it just because nice. it's like oh, that, that is cool. cool. That's you know? not too bad. It, like on the first day that I worked there I emailed my personal account from that from my DC <laughs> account and I was like just so you know at one point in your life you worked for DC Comics. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but they're they're great, you know. They don't have they're, they're not set up like a traditional um It's a bunch of designers, and they sit around and they're like, What can we do that would be cool? Let's do this. And then they just go do it. And that part was crazy to me. It, it was sort of like, It was almost Wild West. I was like, I don't, I'm like, I'm used to having someone say, Okay, we need eight figures of this. We need, uh, or, you know, we have a wave of this coming out. There's eight characters, and it, pick the eight characters, go, you know, go. So I'm used to someone painting the box a little bit for me. And there, they're just kind of these un- untethered, wild wild cards um that can just make like hey let's make cowls and now let's make a prop replica of kryptonite in or a bottle of candor you know like bottle city candor kind of thing like they just
1: mm-hmm. they just do
2: that and um so that part was pretty wild um it was um a really long drive so it was hard <laughs> to- <laughs> i wanted to get excited about it and then like but there was one day it rained and it took me over two hours to get there
0: uh, case, yeah, from where you sit around East Bay to Burbank, that is, that that would be rough.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's oh man, it it. I even took I took my motorcycle up one day, and just because I could weave traffic, and you have to be so you have to be so on, like so intense the whole time to get there, so you don't get killed on the freeways here. <laughs> And so by the time I got there, I was just exhausted. And then I rode home that night, and I went to bed at maybe 8 o'clock. Just was so tired of being on the bike and just being strained and stuff. So um, if we lived closer to Burbank, maybe I would have made it work a little bit longer. But
1: <laughs>
2: was, yeah, that was just a personal thing. But as far as working there, um, they're, they're great. They're a great bunch of um, – it's a, a very small team, um, it's maybe three – Three or four designers, and then um, a development manager and stuff like that. Um, the director and uh, I did. I I was I was curious about how. Oh, it looks like cutting out. We're well, back. Okay. Cool. Um, I was curious like how they come with their plans and they just have this crazy little room go in and in the room it, there's just photographs of stuff all pinned up like this comes out in january this comes out in february and that's just how they track their production schedules and i was used to having somebody in hong kong or china mailing me a list every day or every week saying where are you with this where are you with this or this? this so it was just it's just different um but they still
0: that's fun though
2: yeah yeah it was, it was super it was
0: Minus the traffic and intense bike rides, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) well, the well, we want to wrap up everything, but Scott, do you have any last things before?
1: Um, well, I gotta say, just I mean, as well as um, all the amazing things you made, I mean, thank you for actually getting us such a diverse multiverse line. I mean, it is called Multiverse. For a reason, because like so, characters like Ray the Ray, for example, you really wanted a Ray figure, it's a figure we've never got before. But then there's also ones like Vixen, um, Starfire, uh, Red Robin, Red Hood, figures like that that we've never kind of gotten, at least in the last 10 years, so that you know everyone can access these figures, which is fantastic. And um, yeah, you know, putting a lot of hard work to it and really excited to get the new line as well. Can't wait for it. That's awesome, man.
0: I want to give you the opportunity before we finally say goodbye to just at least uh, talk about or plug anything that you want to have, any projects you have coming up or anything that you can reveal or want to reveal.
2: Um, well, so the... the, the D, I'll give you the tease on DC. Um, okay. DC Collectibles does a lot of statues, right? They're kind of like... That's their bread and butter is doing statues and stuff like that. So the project that I worked on was a statue, and I worked with... Um, uh, dear friend of mine from my Mattel days Brody Perkins. So yeah. hopefully it's, um, it's hopefully someday soon that that thing will be out and then can plug that when it comes out because um, I'd never done a statue before and that was pretty wild. like coming in and I'm like, well, so what are the articulation and what do you do this? They're like no no no, you <laughs> get a sculptor and give them direction and they make it look awesome and that's it, get it painted. And I was like, but <laughs> what about the rest of something? No man, that's it. that's all you gotta do. I was like no oh way. that's okay, so um, yeah. So I can't. When that comes out, I'll uh, I'll be sure. It is. I know you
1: can't kind of talk about new stuff coming out from DC, but are they going to continue to see some new figure lines? Is there anything you can say about that?
2: Um, I mean that new turtles, the new turtles line was something that I learned about when I was there, so I was glad that they put that up because um, those look great. I mean even the even if you don't love the design of the turtles, which a lot of people seem to love them, um, the animated bat characters look great like that yeah. the uh, the expression on batgirl and um and even the alfred looks i mean i was like if we were if Mattel wasn't doing an alfred i would pick up that
0: heck yeah, yeah. that alfred does look
2: good this looks really cool uh but as far as figures and stuff i think they revealed all the stuff that i knew about so and then there was some other stuff that they were hoping to do but i'm i don't know i don't know where they ended up with that stuff um i mean no you know start looking at start looking at grinch shit because you're gonna see a lot of of grinch stuff that i worked on pretty soon
0: (laughs) awesome well that's a classic that's like ultimate christmas classic so that's that's not a little thing to be working on Yeah. pretty awesome
2: it's you know it's it's really interesting because i've been a licensee i've been working on the licensee side for so long now to be a licensor and when people come to me with stuff um, and they're like, we want to do this and this is, what we want. This is the character we want to use and stuff. And now I can look at it and be like, no, I don't think that makes sense. And I just know that, like, once I say I'm sorry, and when the phone hangs up or whatever, they're on the other one. I'm like, why doesn't it make sense? It makes perfect sense to us. And the the, the <laughs> same conversations that we would have had on the other side of, of it, you know. But
0: That is so crazy. You've been on a whole bunch of different sides of the toy industry
2: yeah yeah and you know getting to do one one thing that i one thing that i always felt like i i always kind of felt like a little limited just being like a package designer or even just being a product designer and stuff like that i always wanted to do more like i kind of had and and so now and so that's, a, that's a weird metaphor that sounds really strange um i just wanted to i wanted to like touch different things. I didn't, I didn't want to just do one thing. Like I wanted to do a lot. And so now do that. So and it's with beloved characters and um stuff that like my parents read when they were kids and stuff that my kids read and you know it's it's pretty wild. And
0: if generations to come. It's crazy.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's 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 fun. But
0: well I'll at least we know a, that I'll always have at least... a
2: place in my heart for
0: <laughs> hmm. Well, uh, we are we are honored to have you on again. We want to thank you for uh, sharing your time. We know that
1: definitely. your
0: your time is cherished, and you got a family. So, we thank you for coming on, talking to us, and just nerding out with us. And it's I'm glad to hear that things are going so well for you. I know Scott is too. Especially yes, that it's cool that you got to see so many different sides, wear so many different hats, work on a lot of different things. And I'm glad that ultimately you ended up somewhere that you feel that you're very happy with and that uh, you get to do a lot more than just the box art because you're doing some incredible stuff with the Mattel stuff. We look forward to seeing uh, what you got with the Grinch. I know I'll definitely buy a product for sure.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks Tyler.
0: (laughs) No problem. And uh, again, we, we want to thank Jason. If you aren't following him, be following him. You need to, he's a a great follow, great guy. Uh, He is at J N L underscore toys. So, that is on Instagram and we thank you guys for listening. It's always great to see the numbers that you guys are continuing to support the show. It's uh, it's still baffling, but we're glad that you guys are enjoying it. And uh, we hope you enjoyed this. Cause this was a very fun episode and we will ha- come back with uh, another one very soon and hopefully with uh, another fun guest. But again, big thanks to Jason. This has been DC figures and collectibles.
2: Hey, do your, do your fans know?
0: Do your fans know that Scott's like that? Scott's what? Ah, oh, you cut out. Oh, I call
2: <laughs> on no, no our time, but
0: Oh, man, Jason,
1: Jason, ah, <laughs> uh, hello. It sounded like Batman. Then with it, like the under the red hood. Meh.
0: Jeez. Ah. Dang, we might have lost him for good. And it sounded like he was about to pay you a compliment.
1: <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? With me. Oh,
0: well, and now we've really lost him. And
1: now we really have lost him. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, again, this has been DC Figures and Collectibles, and we do what you do too, and. We, uh, do what is what we're passionate about. And it's cool to see that Jason's passions has taken him to, uh, some very cool places. And he's gotten to have his, his mark on some very cool figures and stuff that we'll have for a lifetime for sure. So big thank you to him again. And we will talk to you soon.